You know, every week I think Cody gets worse and I'm not even being dramatic now. He's really worse every single week. I always watch this show and I think it can't get any worse. But then the next episodes release, the next preview trailers released, they hook me in or they hook us in really. We start watching it and we always look to ourselves, what is wrong with this dude? Can you believe there's actually, I can't believe there's actually people that support out there that support Cody. It really is mind, mind blowing. I hope there's not too many, like they're loud, but there's few. Or maybe they're dwindling. I hope so. Do you think Cody watches the show? I think he probably enjoys looking at himself. <laughs> so I'm going to say yes. And he's still no reflection, no backpedaling, but just it, full steam ahead. You know, I know we're going in on Cody, but we say that. But Mary must watch the show, too, because she definitely pays attention to social media. What does she think from seeing Cody say, yeah, in my mind, um, we're not married. Please Please, in the reunion, you have to bring that up. Show them the clip and be like, oh. what, do you, what do you get out of this? The fact that Cody just said he doesn't, he doesn't believe you're married. Yes, and I want them to talk about Cody's double standards for everything, why standards are constantly changing, and the goalpost is always changing, and the stark differences in how he treats his wives and children. I need a strong host. So Kanye was good. She, did, she tried to put him on the spot, and he was like, I'm not talking about that. So we'll see. Oh, I think we talked about this last season. Would he be more open to a male host? Mm, Maybe. I think we might get a little bit further. Not much, but a little bit. One more item before we deep dive the show. I recently saw on Reddit. I did not write down the names. I'm sorry. But I did give credit in the actual post. But there were two photos of Cody at a recent gun show. A sportsman show. The issue is he's puffy. Mm. Now, the initial thought, I couldn't... facial feature-wise. Facial only. He looks the same weight. Sure. So I didn't think it was that, but specifically around the lips and the eyes. Specifically, he had a black eye. And you have a theory that that is? So a couple different theories. One, which I think is the most probable, is that... Somebody punched him in the face. (laughs) No, but that's honestly one of the theories. Because, I mean, he's pretty puffy. (laughs) Okay. So that's an option. You got know a fight with Gabe, lost the fight. Oh, I like it. Ooh, I like or Gabe it. really lost the fight and Gabe's looking rough. No way. No way. He's okay. scrappy. Okay. <laughs> but it's lip or face. Well, lip and face filler. So the Reddit post zooms in on the lips. Lips were definitely there done. there is a stark difference. Or other option. He is having an anaphylactic reaction. He needs an EpiPen ASAP. Oh. Too much swelling. That's yeah, not as fun. But they're on television. So, okay, maybe Cody got some work done. I, I think that's the most probable. I was trolling while we were watching. And I said, if the next season comes up and we see like all of Robin's family has thicker lips, <laughs> it's going to look interesting. I can't wait. Yeah. So I wonder when this photo was taken and can someone compare it to a photo of Robin around the same time? Did they go like a couple's date day, some filler, had a good time? Looking good for season 18. You know, part of me doesn't want to buy it because if he went that far, wouldn't he already do some work on his hair? (laughs) Maybe he's not willing to have the, you know, they take like a strip out and you have the scar. Maybe he doesn't even want the scar. But he has long hair. It would be the perfect 
cut for the procedure. Didn't they just get the hair like from his butt or something? <laughs> I mean, would you want <laughs> tiny stray hairs? <laughs> but yeah, I think the the puffiness is very interesting. I need. I hope someone else takes photos later on. We can see if he's depuffed or. Also, I think that was somebody's husband or boyfriend that was at the show. Oh, I think so. Like the caption. They were not slick in. (laughs) No. You know what I mean? Taking the photo. You gotta be more slick. He knew. He looked directly into the soul of the camera taker. But he also wasn't like, oh man, aren't you the dude from Sister Wives? Oh, you might have to take a photo. Exactly. My uh, girlfriend or wife is a huge fan. And then you sneak in if he says no. But then he would be like smiling. (laughs) Or I guess, yeah, he. I don't know. It was odd. All right, season 17, episode 13, Corona Apocalypse. Can I just say right off the bat, any time that I get to look into Robin's house, I'm incredibly excited. We paused so many times so that I could go back and forth and look at various angles of things. And I should you not. Robin's house was easily one hour. <laughs> just the house. And I think the house is only like 10, 15 minutes. There's all those boxes in the basement, like, everywhere. It's not I, even I a rhyme theories. or reason. I have theories. All that shit in the basement with all those boxes, that's probably just a ton of gun stuff. Okay, why can't those be in the garage? Because that's full of Exactly, of stuff. what? It's overflow. There's no way he has that much. You'd be surprised. If they're going to shows, they need a lot of inventory. I mean, guns, attachments, probably ammo. He's probably got a shit ton of ammo. It takes up a lot of space. But would he have all of it? Because he has like two business partners. Why wouldn't they have some? I'm sure when they used to have safes in different wives' homes, like they're probably all finally Next to at, Truly's crib. Yeah, they're probably all <laughs> finally at Robin's house. So that, that could eat up a lot of garage space. I guess, but I feel like that's a four or five okay. car garage. You know, I'm guessing like everyone else that's sane, when people are going to come over, you clean like crazy. I imagine they clean like crazy at Robin's house, but, but it's not there was clean. still... <laughs> enough where we were just like hoarders i knew it well okay every single windowsill okay robin every wall in your home does not need a picture frame it something doesn't need to be on every wall but it's not even every wall it's every one foot of every wall that's not necessary it's it's too much also, did you notice it looks like they have like an industrial fridge? I'm jealous of the fridge. That, that is thing a fucking, we only got to see a corner of it. I'm like, I know what that is. That's like those yeah. huge industrial fridges. But remember, she's so beautiful. She doesn't have to cook. So what's in it? The stuff the nanny makes. Oh, you're right. I forgot. The nanny does a lot. The yeah. nanny needs to be paid more. I don't know what she's making, but needs to be paid more. So Truly is visiting Cody and Robin, and she doesn't know if she's going to spend the night yet. Her mom left it up to her. I mean, what is more enticing than helping Cody with his work? He turns to Ari and Saul and says, oh, are you, the kid's going to go play? Truly, do you want to help me with my work? Is is this like a, you know, cameras are here, so I need to look like I'm an involved dad. But it seems like he's doing, he's going over the top. Like, Truly just got here. Cool. Put your bags down. Relax. We're going to like get dinner ready. That would have been a lot more of a normal reaction. Like, hey, we're getting dinner ready. You go ahead and play and then we'll, you know, we'll get together. He's so awkward and nervous around her. It's like someone he spent two days with before. I was like, why are you so nervous? This is your daughter. Robin says that she hasn't given Sol and Ari much information because they're little, which understandable, but that's a lie. That is why totally a lie. would Ari say, why are you and dad breaking up? Go on dates. 
if like, she has no information or child-friendly versions of information. And this is coming from a five-year-old. Yes. It, that's a lie. It's t- No, you've told them probably more than they should have known. While watching this, I think I said something like, Robin is so good at protecting herself. She'll say anything to not try to not be the bad guy. She, we all she, see she also it. words things. And it's it's so quick. Like, oh, I, I haven't told them much. I'm like, but y- yes, you have. Yes, we've you have. already seen the effects of it. Or anytime Robin says, oh, I didn't know this X about Cody or that Cody was doing X. Yes, you did. <laughs> For sure. Ari proceeds to try to lift up truly. And, you know, kids are weird, and she's really excited that her sister's there, so it's kids fine. Kids are weird, and then whatever. Robin's like, no, 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 we don't need to pick Truly up. I'm like, she can't fucking pick me up. <laughs> Super strength. Robin says having Truly come over is a sense of normalcy. And that's a lie because you never let her in before. She couldn't touch your children. We couldn't have those germs. How is a little girl being in your home that has rarely been in your home ever... Who never came over during COVID. I bet the last time she was at her house was for Ari's birthday. So how is this more normal or feels normal? That doesn't make any sense. Goes back to what you say. Robin tries to say the right thing, but we all have it on video and we will go back. Janelle and Cody go to Fat Olive to try to stable their relationship. Janelle tries to make small talk and immediately Cody's just shutting it down. He's angry. He's pissed. He's aggressively squeezing a lemon into his water. Didn't you find it odd that Cody was immediately coming up with excuses or reasons why Maddie and Caleb maybe shouldn't come over? I thought that was like one of his favorite kids was Maddie and Caleb. Let's be honest. Yeah. And we'll see later on in the episode that the thoughts around COVID are beginning to change, but... I don't understand his thinking because he went to this, I'm not even going to call it a big wedding. He just went to this wedding with like 50 people, but that's a lot of people. But you can't have family over? No. That doesn't make any sense at all. Let me point out that Tony and McKelty just came over. There were hugs, kids touching. Touching a baby? Yeah, lots of love on the baby. But, you know... I'm not just going to have them come to my house if they've got animosity towards me or somebody. But where where did that come from? That's what like, I'm has wondering. Has Maddie and Caleb ever shown signs of having animosity towards Cody? Well, you remember when he was the infamous back porch conversation? Mm-hmm. They were talking about Maddie questioning Christine. Sure. Maybe that's still stuck in his head. Yeah, maybe in his mind, his story is, it's her fault. She was the catalyst. Yeah, (laughs) why is she even saying anything? This was interesting because, and this honestly shows how it was odd for Robin. The time when Robin came in, because his family had been together so long, so many of their kids were older, and Robin was sort of on this new mindset of, I'm having more babies. But a lot of moms are like, well, I'm done having kids, and a lot of my kids are older, except for Christine. In that little aspect, I can see how they wouldn't like, it's almost like, hey, we're, we're kind of past that. Like, I'm not really trying to take care of your really young kids. Like, we've already done that part of our life. And then Robin's like, but I have kids. Help me. And they're like, uh, I don't know. Well, I mean, they wanted to help her. She said, no, I'm going to have a nanny. No, I'm going to have my cousin over. She never allowed her kids to be around everyone. And now she's the victim in saying no one accepted my children. I guess what I was getting to is that it seems like the other moms 
frankly would rather spend time with their older kids. Their older kids have moved away, but that's in a sense, a majority of their family is away. They're not here in Flagstaff. And I don't know why that's considered bad. Yeah. Like it's bad to see your kids. But the conversation between Janelle and Cody, it got not that it got dark, but it got weird as far as, you know, you need to be a loyal wife. To be a loyal wife, to show that to me, you better be here for the holidays and it better be at Robin's house. Essentially, yeah. And I was like, oh, this is some weird energy. We switch gears a little bit and Cody says, maybe Garrison should try to reach out to me and make amends. Sir, you are the father. You should be reaching out if there is an issue with your child. So this was the point where Cody expects an apology from Gabe or Gabe and Garrison towards Robin because during the COVID situation, they were sort of to a point blaming her or sort of asking her why they couldn't all get together as a family. When then Robin says like, that's not my thing. That was your dad's rules. But we assume it was both of their rules. Janelle tries to explain the hurt feelings to Cody, but he just says, no, they put Robin in their crosshairs. He's doing a lot. Also, okay, so he's mad about this. He's mad that he perceives Robin being picked on, bullied by his kids. So why can't he call and talk to his kids? But then I'm going back to Rob and she says, oh, I didn't know Cody was going to tell Janelle that the boys need to apologize to him. I'm like, yes, you did. If you didn't say it, it was implied. Exactly. So that's exactly what I thought. And it was more of, sure, you didn't say they need to apologize to me. You just cried to Cody and said how mean they were and how awful they were and how you don't want to be around them and their mothers, you know, you don't respect them. You just went on and on and on. And then you're saying, no, 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 I've never said that. Cody says, I have someone in my life who is fundamentally loyal to me, who sees me as head of the family. I'm saying you and me get that if you're loyal to me. I enjoyed that Janelle, for the most part, didn't back down during this conversation. And she reiterated that we've been doing this for years. And as far as I can tell, I've been a great wife. I've been doing all the right things. Well, there were no complaints before. Yeah, like, she's like, what, what is this all of a sudden? Also to point out in this conversation, we always previously talked about how you're not supposed to compare wives. You can't compare relationships. You know, what was it? Four monogamous relationships within the family. Majority of this conversation was comparing Janelle and Christine to Robin. She is perfect. She is loyal. Cap in hand. And you're making single woman decisions. I did enjoy that Janelle said, I am not going to become Robin. Staking her wall of, that is not me. That is not who I am. In some ways, as this conversation goes, I could almost feel like, this is it. This is the beginning where Janelle finally ends it. Right? You can kind of say, oh, it's, it's being set. It's being set for the future. Well, I have a theory about that because as this conversation is going on, it is getting more heated. But if you notice, she's making it very clear. We are basically at a reset right now. You're my best friend. I love that you are, you know, my lover, my best friend. I want to tell you everything. I think she, this is her line in the sand. This is her saying, we are at a crossroads. I am telling you we are at a crossroads. I love you, but things need to change. 
because this whole time he's claiming Christine never told him anything. So it's out of the blue. He's caught so off guard. Mm -hmm. So she is clearly saying, hey, this is where we're at right now. What are we going to do about it? And, you know, given the building situation and this, I'm hoping she's on her way out. When I look at Cody during that scene, in some ways, I think in his mind, it's something like, shit, it didn't work. Like she's sticking around. <laughs> I know. I couldn't bully her out that, that easily. Janelle brings up a great point, and I love that she did this. If roles were reversed, would you be this defensive about me? Absolutely not. He won't even answer it. No, he can't. He can't even answer it. He smiles, leans into her. Oh, I'm getting serious. And says, you and I have been acting like we weren't a married couple for most of our marriage. Okay, so just deflect? Yeah. Don't even answer my question? Don't even answer it. Actually, just get more aggressive in both tone and body language. Janelle says, I was encouraged to be independent a long time ago. It was part of being in a polygamous relationship. I would ask him to meet my needs and he would ignore me. So I rescued myself. I became my own hero. I started doing things for myself. It's amazing that this is a problem now when before there was so many children at every home. Uh, Cody's time was split. But I can see the wives have to be independent. Like if they're waiting for you to make a decision, that just that takes way too long. Like these families, there's there's way too much going on for them to just be waiting on you. Well, if you only have this guy's attention every fourth night, what are you supposed to do with all of your other time? You just wait and you ask all your questions and all your household decisions until then. Do you wait? Let's say the kids got into a horrible fight. You wait to do discipline? No, you take care of the shit you have to take care of. It's almost like the kids are out of the nest. So you need to give me all your attention now. Yeah, but that's kind of it. Yeah, but it seems like the wives are like, no, like, I I want to spend time with my kids. Janelle tries to clarify, you always acted like I was a good wife. We were great. I was making my own decisions and we were coming together. I felt that you were okay with that. We compare this with Christine. A lot of Cody's issues with his wives are is just honestly, yeah, the lack of honesty. If he was really truthful about how he felt towards them or how they act or where their relationship is, they would either be in a much better place or would have separated a long time ago, mm-hmm. a long time ago, especially in the case of Christine. If you straight up have no feelings for someone, why would you marry them? Like that is, that's odd. Like if you had an issue with the way your relationship's been going as far as her living like a single a woman, why haven't you talked about this a long time ago because it's convenient now it worked for him before he didn't have to be bothered and then but then he mentions how good robin is probably because you communicated with robin like what you need like this is what i expect from oh yeah he probably had a conversation uh, with her but you have to realize how robin is like she is very like oh you're amazing thank you so much you know you're a provider and all of these things to talk him up Mm -hmm. about every little thing he does That is the odd mindset when you are in a family where other women contribute to the family funds. Oh my God. Don't even get me started on Robin the funds. Sorry. Only taking, not contributing anything. Mm -hmm. Going back to Fat Olives, 
Janelle tells Cody just straight up, you're my best friend. You're the person I want to tell everything to. I want to be with you. And to this, Cody has nothing to say. It was, I, I, I mean, um, how, why don't you have anything to say? Why are you stammering over that? You couldn't just say, I love you too. You're, you're the best. You're amazing. You're, you're one of my best friends too. Anything. Yes. Anything. You can't really say you're my best friend if you have four wives or three wives. So you can say, oh, you're one of my best friends too. Yeah. Anything nice. No, just trying to find a way to deflect, avoid, and be angry about the next thing. Again, the fact that Janelle was walking it back, trying to save this relationship. He's like, shit, it didn't work. Janelle talks about how she feels like she has to do everything to try to make this work. She says she has so much affection for Cody, but doesn't know if it's love. Again, I go back to, I really think this is her last straw. Last, she's giving him all the signs. She's straight up telling him, we got to reset. Uh, I hate to say I hope because it's bad, but I just don't think they're going to work out. When the story's end, you know, this whole thing is over. I just, I just don't see them. No, same. And then Cody interrupts and says, well, I'd like to eat something before it gets cold. Okay, cool. Actually, this is breadcrumbs. Hmm. Oh, is it? When we go the next time on, there's a breadcrumb for Janelle. Is it? For Janelle. Okay. And if she's going to be with this family longer. Okay. I feel like the only thing Cody got from his years of therapy with Christine was talking about feeling safe. Mm -hmm. He says this is not a safe conversation. Don't pull that shit. This is a safe place. So we're going to talk about (laughs) everything. That's right. Cody asked Janelle. Can you tell me why it's easier to have a relationship with Christine than it is Robin? I could spit off 10 reasons right now. <laughs> but Janelle reiterates, we've raised kids together. We were stuck together. We had to get along, basically. You had to find the common ground. I mean, you become close to someone you're raising, what was it, 11, 12 kids? I mean, at that point, that was already like 15 years. Yeah, prior to Robin coming in. But then Robin wasn't even willing to put her kids in their care. Uh, But even then, Robin's having kids, stay-at-home mom, doing her thing, having a nanny. But Janelle's, like, working. So, like, there's... They kind of, like... Yeah, but she wasn't willing to have a relationship with Christine either. I'm I'm just saying. I agree with you. I'm just saying that there's, there's a lot of just things that happened where we just couldn't get that close. No, exactly. Different places in their life you know cody's talked about wives being jealous before but if you're treating one family so much better than the other how can you blame them for showing signs of jealousy it's considered like an internal flaw of that person i feel like cody doesn't take that as something he's doing to cause it Mm -hmm. in his interview cody is yelling about how he didn't want to quit how he's not a coward, and how he didn't want a divorce on his record. But does he not remember that he divorced Mary? So you don't want another one, you mean? I really think that I get it. You had to to marry Robin for the courts, get the kids, adopt the kiddos. The family should have talked about this, and in some way... Okay, Mary Mary and Cody get divorced. Cody marries Robin. After a certain amount of time, whether it's like a year or two, make the courts happy... And I don't see Robin's husband, like, causing a fuss about things. He actually marries someone else. Whether it was Christine or Janelle after. Almost like... Like, why not have it rotate at that point? I think point? it would be... It would have been an interesting concept to sort of... I have been married to these women at one point in time officially. Like, it's, it was more meaningful. 
I think it would have maybe evened it out. I don't know what that looks like legally and logistically at all. I'm but... not. I'm not saying Robin's playing a long game, but her having mm. her name with mm. the paperwork and the fact that so many of their assets are are Cody and Robin together yeah. is very interesting. I mean, think back to when they told the family the plan. And Janelle even straight up told Cody, I don't want you favoring her. Like, I'm scared you're going to run off into the sunset with her. And look at it now. Now we switch gears again. We go from Truly and Cody to Janelle and Cody. And now we move on to Corona Apocalypse. Okay. I debated on bringing this up at all, but I feel like it adds context to my opinions on everything. Um, I lost two family members to COVID. It didn't look anything like what Robin was going through. And so I was extra mad and insulted that this is how they decided to play it off. They're using hospital resources. It made me another level of mad. Yeah, it, it pissed me off. I was turned on this with production. I couldn't tell if they wanted some sort of like... What's gonna happen? Is that the Stranger Things theme song? (laughs) No, I don't think so. But anyway, it was almost like they're trying to to create this storyline of like, is she gonna make it? I'm like, first of all, dude, we know we make it. We definitely know. What what is this this tone we're setting? But then you thought, I think they're just trolling them. I'm hoping they're trolling them because the editors have been super shady this season. They have been good. So I'm thinking they knew we would see through it. I did get what I wanted, though. We found out that it came from Brianna, who probably got it in school. I mean, very typical contact. She didn't do anything wrong. It's just you are around people. Honestly, I'm surprised it wasn't the young kiddos. I know. I would think it was. Robin. Here here goes Robin. Um, She's so good. She's like, yeah, I don't understand. They're social distancing. She's wearing her mask. Yada, yada, doing all the right things bullshit you're gonna really trust a kid to do all the <laughs> like right a high things schooler? are you fucking kidding me when they're hanging out with their friends they are not wearing these no goddamn and masks. at lunchtime come on it's not a hundred percent and it's fine to expect that it won't be it, it just is what it is i'm a bit torn but because they showed it on the episode i think it's fair game oh no <laughs> they had all these symptoms and i know people are like on either side of like taking the vaccine or not, but it is proven to like lessen the harshness of the symptoms. I think that's what pisses me off too, is they, they are all about these really intense measures. We are not going to see the family for two years. We are wiping down our mail. We don't go grocery shopping. We, you know, all of these things when there's one thing that if you are very scared of this, that is proven to work. And you choose not to participate in that. It's your choice if you want to or not. But I'm just saying in this case where you are ruining your entire family over it, it feels like it would be your next step in defense. I know people joke about this, but then Cody says like hospitals are where you go to die. Oh, that pissed me off. What? I was like, dude, I can see why your family doesn't have fucking insurance. I bet. Yeah. Exactly. Besides it being a, a cost-saving measure, but it's also risky. <laughs> but also he's like, he's scared of hospitals and he makes his family scared of hospitals. When McKelty fell off of a horse, did they take her to the hospital? You know, get x-rays, make sure this good this girl is good? No, we took her to a chiropractor. We digress. <laughs> okay. Okay. Cody's talking about how he's been running around trying to keep everyone hydrated. 
He's making sure everyone's okay. But why did he do nothing when Janelle, Gabe and Garrison and Savannah got it? He was never around that we saw. Oh, because he wasn't. He's like, oh, I can't be. I can't be. Next no, no, to you no. Now. Also, like, I can't even visit a month later. I think it's like two to four months or something like that. He made up something absurd as far as timelines. But with Robin, no, definitely not. Cody takes his temperature and dramatically and slowly turns it to the camera. 99.8. It's like, there it is. It's like, okay. I know. I was like, a mild fever? Yes, that is it. Like, Cody, calm down. I'll get out of the shower and I'm 99. <laughs> calm the fuck down. And this was probably the most heartbreaking thing we've ever seen on Sister Wives. We get an interview with Gabe. Ooh, this hurt. He's sitting on the couch. He talks about how his dad called him to talk about his COVID symptoms, kind of what he experienced. I mean, I think it's normal to like want to talk to someone that already went through it to just kind of reassure yourself it's probably going to be okay, but not on their birthday. That's not normal. Damn, that I did not. Did not see that coming from this scene or this episode. I also thought it was really weird that he called Gabe in the first place for this. So they're already fighting. He can't call him at all to make amends. He can't call to figure out why he's angry at Robin and him. He can't do any of that. But when he needs something, he needs his own reassurance. He calls his kid. Happens to be his birthday. He had no idea it was his birthday. It was so sad when Gabe said it wasn't just a phone call to me. And when he tried to call a couple hours later and make up for it, like, well, no. Someone got to Cody, whether it was Robin, who was like, oh, you talked to Gabe? Did you? Oh, today, okay. today's his birthday. With Robin being the saint she is, wouldn't she know Gabe's birthday? She says, I love those boys. Why does she not know when their birthday is? Why doesn't everyone have a calendar in their phone listing everyone's birthday? Yeah, you, you think with a family this big, you kind of need like these organizational things to make this ship run. <laughs> I appreciate the user on Reddit who posted a screenshot from an earlier season where Cody says he has never forgotten a birthday. Oh. So shout out to you. So here while I'm watching the show live, I'm like, okay, I can't fucking remember people's birthdays. This guy's got to remember like 25 people's birthdays. I get it. But, but he's the dad. Yeah. I mean, if you decide to have a family of this size, you really need some like organizational skills and planning and like i mean you need this for this many people but to him that's his wife's job so he probably blamed go. janelle mm -hmm. after this for not telling him mm -hmm. it was gabe's birthday mm -hmm. falls in line and i was like i'm an adult you're an adult our kid's an adult now i'm not gonna fucking tell you when it's their birthday and then he goes see robin this is why i love you more you would tell me it's robin, Ari's you, birthday. you would never <laughs> you would never call me a piece of shit <laughs> No, but then Gabe says it's pretty dark. He's like, it's that so was the sad. last time I spoke to my dad. Yep. And he's sobbing. And the way he made it sound was like, I'm not fucking talking to this guy ever again. No. Nope. Like, he's fucking dead to me. Yep. And wait like, till he sees this season. Damn. No wonder Logan's wedding looked awkward as <laughs> fuck. I know. Gabe's like, you're not fucking sitting next to my mom. No. I'm telling not you that right all. now. Sit in the back I, with I, your I, wife. I'm just. And honestly, Garrison's not in this, but he probably feels fairly similar. Yeah, I mean, it was being always... honest. Yeah. They didn't tease it at all, so no. I was surprised. No. His latest Instagram post is filled with happy birthday messages. It's very oh, sweet. Oh, really? It's very sweet. No, I... But it has nothing to do with his birthday? I mean, no. <laughs> not currently. <laughs> Everyone's just saying happy birthday. But 
also his his birthday was recently October. Oh, okay. And he seemed very happy at his birthday. It was him, Savannah, and I believe another sibling. And they were out and they were having wine and it looked nice. So. Having wine? Okay, Savannah. I think so. What? Well, not Savannah, <laughs> but he was having a beer or wine or something. Okay. And it seemed so, like a Savannah nice dinner. Savannah was the uh, DD guy. <laughs> maybe, maybe. And can we talk about just real quick sidebar? Daddy Logan is still daddying. He threw a birthday party for Savannah. Mm-hmm. That's cool. What a good guy. A little trip to Vegas. Such a good guy. Now, going back to the shit show at Robin's house, Mary texted her. She said that she could tell that she was having a really hard time. But how the hell did she get this over text? Was it like each text was set, sent Sick differently? Face. Sick face. Sick face. <laughs> Crying Sick face. face. Crying face. <laughs> Sobbing face. So Breathing I just, hardly I just, emoji. I just imagine. I just imagine. Mary's, Mary's, you know, imagine the scene. Mary's on her, on her desktop or laptop. She's typing away. Lulu Rowe selling some shit. MLMs queen and uh, hashtag get it girl. Mm. And, and then she like her phone like bzz, bzz, she's like, huh? And she's like, oh, Robin's sick. How you feeling? Puts yeah, it and goes that's back, it. <laughs> goes back to her computer. She talks about being worried about her and she could tell and. I was just thinking, why wouldn't you go drop off supplies and like be there for them? If that's, I mean, you're acting like you are right there with them. I try to give these folks benefit of the doubt and maybe they just don't include that in the show. I'd like to think they drop something off for them. I hope so. I mean, if she's the one that's like all in cahoots with them, why would she not be there for them? I don't know. Sometimes Mary be at like traveling and being in all these places. She she might come back and be like, oh, you had COVID? Well, Uber oh, eats my- them some oh, soup. Damn. I don't know. Are you okay? Guys, Cody's gluteus maximus is on fire. It is aching. It is like he deadlifted this morning. We find out that Aurora never got any symptoms, never caught it, and stayed in the basement away from everyone and it has a separate entrance so she was good to go and come as she pleases but wow this this family's very dramatic do you find it odd that we never get a talking head of dayton i think he's over it he doesn't want to be a part of this i think we actually got both the girls in this episode i think he wants some independence i don't think this is for him he was like unwillingly had to participate when he was a kid Cody tells the story of Aurora masking up 10 feet away, came upstairs crying, saying that she misses everyone. As Cody is telling this story, he is also crying and says that they were sobbing and saying, yeah, we miss you too. Okay, but the shade of the producers, when you see the difference in the connection between Gabe and Cody, and if I'm being realistic, Cody and his stepkids... Did he ever even try to help Savannah when she had COVID? Uh, no. I mean, we talk about Janelle, but what about Savannah? His little girl. Oh, no. She's almost tender-aged. Savannah was maybe never called sweetheart or the little... And I'll never, I'll never stop talking about this, guys. I'm sorry, but what about Isabel and her surgery? Dang. Is that's never gonna go away? No, I no. The fact that you are this dramatic about your daughter, who's in the basement for a week, you're in the same house, you can see each other still. She's like, I'm getting my fucking back like ripped apart. I'm having my lung collapsed. Like I'm getting bones like readjusted in my fucking back, dude. And you, and you know, you're not threatening to admit yourself or you know have to stay by her side. At the honestly, at, at this point, it's 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 sad. It's it's sad for those other family members. It it really is. So Robin wasn't improving after a week and the doctor suggested that Cody take her to the hospital. I want to. 
their doctor. Yes, the chiropractor down the street. Yes. Yeah, like, like <laughs> who is this random doctor? I feel like he was like, I'm tired of you guys calling me. Just go in. They. I don't. We don't know if it's a dude. Anyway. Yeah, that's true. But. Also, we don't know if they're licensed. <laughs> board certified. <laughs> Maybe not. I initially took a lot of notes on the girls and how much they were overreacting and borderline annoying. But after thinking about it some more, I realized what I find so annoying is not the girls themselves, but Robin's parenting. Because she put so much fear into these kids. I'm not mad at the kids at all, actually, for their maybe dramatic way they took this. But they did that because of how Robin and Cody are acting. Mm. They're sort of sending the message of like, you could, you could die. Yes. Like, we're taking you to the hospital it's, and we might not get to see you again. Why scare the shit out of your children when the doctors just sent you home? Because you are not severe. Aurora said that she was crying and praying. She was so scared that her mom might die. Why give your kids that fear? Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm still telling my kids, like, yeah, I'll be fine. I'll, I'll see, I'm good. I'll, I'll, I'm I'll, good. I'll, I'll see you in a little bit. We're going to go get it checked out. I'll be right back. I'll keep you updated. Yeah. I'll let you know what they say. But why make it to such... Okay, she, she's going to go to the hospital. She's probably not going to make it. Because Cody's saying shit like, you go to the hospital to die. Honestly, every time I've gone to the hospital, they kind of saved me. Heart condition, your appendicitis. I mean... Arguably, would not have made it if we stayed home. Robin starts crying and says that she didn't want to say goodbye to her kids. She didn't want that to be the last time she saw them. See, like, no, no, no. The kids are acting exactly how they were taught. So it's it's not them. It's getting laid on thick. Too thick. Cody takes Robin to the hospital. I mean, COVID times hell, even now in some hospitals, it's still one, one person at a time. If you're lucky, you could have a visitor come with you. Cody says that he wants to admit himself, check himself in so that he can be with Robin. Sir, this is not a hospital. We don't have time, resources, staff to deal with your ass running around just trying to be with your wife. He acts like they don't triage you and figure out if you even need to be seen. So Robin is having a hard time breathing, catching her breath. She's been waiting in the hospital for six to seven hours for a room. I like that she assumes that she's getting a room. Like, she's still in triage right now. She has no oxygen on her. I don't think she had an IV. I did not see one, but she could have been. I want to point out that her pulse ox was 92. That is low normal. It is low, but it is still in your low to normal range. Does not warrant supplemental oxygen. But... She felt well enough to self-record. I'm not a medical professional, but from the jump, I told you this. I'm like, there is no fucking way she's spending a night in the hospital. No. There's no way. All tests normal, EKG normal, lungs clear on the x-ray. You do not need a room. Get some supportive care and go home. This was appropriate for an urgent care visit that had an x-ray machine, just so, of course, you can make sure your lungs are okay. I think you're more offended because the audacity of this man to basically be burning medical resources. Yes. Because he wants to go back there with his wife. Yes. So I work in a hospital. Think of all the begging emails of anyone with clinical experience. We need you. And we're getting those same emails right now because of all the pediatric cases. Anyone with clinical experience, please help out emergency room. Cody says he was sitting there wondering if she was going to live. I got to point out, when your body is shutting down from COVID, you're not self-filming. It's infuriating, and it's insulting to all of the people that lost someone. 
She was sent home that night. She said she was already starting to feel better. I mean, naturally, when you go to the hospital, you kind of... You're on edge. I mean, that's normal. your, Your pulse is raised. But then Cody starts getting sick. And honestly, one of the the symptoms that said was driving him crazy was also the worst for me. The insomnia Mm -hmm. will drive you crazy. The things I was Googling and watching on YouTube at 4 a.m. over 24 hours no sleep was not healthy. (laughs) At some point, he said that he hadn't slept in three days. And one, I don't don't believe that. I'm sure he got some naps in, but... At three days, you're going to have like mental... Like mental issues. Well, I think that's what he was alluding to is I'm losing my shit. Cody says he got COVID, he beat it, and he's not going to social distance anymore. Except when it's convenient and he can push his kids and family. It was, but it's also a weird thought process that in one way you're saying, oh, my wife could die from this. And then you got it and made it through. Then you said, yep, fuck it. We're all good. Let's, let's (laughs) all fucking party. I'm like. Wouldn't, wouldn't you be more careful? Like, then how come he didn't go weird? see Janelle and Savannah? Cut to a terrifying close-up photo of Cody as King Tut. Oh, yeah. It was out of nowhere, real close to the face. So Cody was King Tut, Robin was Cleopatra, and they had Saul and Ari go knock on four doors to get candy. I know they're trying to give the kids memories and experiences, but damn, that is a little bit of a sad Halloween Sad Halloween, but you do what you can. I get it. You were saying that they should have gone into like the local businesses, like something. Yeah, why not? But I mean, because they kind of live distance from neighbors. Well, they were also saying they don't social distance anymore. So why are we doing this? True. Couple of things I want to point out. Do you need all brand new costumes for four doors? I didn't think the girls. They seemed like they just put some shit together that they had. Okay, but Ramen and Cody got matching costumes. Yeah, it's a little much. If we're talking about paying off the land and why can't we save money, I'm just saying. Need? Not really. Second thing. Do you remember the old episodes where the girls were kind of chastised for wearing a tank top without a long sleeve underneath them or a dress that was shorter than Cody wanted them to be? Was that chastised by Cody or chastised by Robin? Both. Hmm. Robin's breasts were all out. Okay, I did not notice this during Until the Until I zoomed in on it. I did not <laughs> notice this you? I was like, watch. look at her breasts. <laughs> She's so, like, it's Halloween. We can be sexy. Oh, what, what is special. the Mean Girls? It's the one night of weird where you can dress like a total slut and no one can say anything. So we can't say anything. <laughs> but it was, it's not Halloween right now. So here we go. <laughs> I mean, I don't care that she's doing it. I just care about the double standard again of Robin and Cody with the other women of the family. Oh, that's not appropriate. Oh, but it's Halloween. It's cool. It's fine. So the RV caught my eye again. And there was someone coming out of the RV coming towards the house dressed in all black. Kind of had some theories about who this was, what it could have been. And I think we've come to the conclusion that it's most likely Dayton because we talk about the other rooms. We know that there's five rooms in the house. It doesn't sound like Sol and Ari are sharing rooms. So that would leave the four bedrooms for all the kiddos. Then Dayton is probably in the RV, which is kind of shitty. You know, if your parents were going to support you as much as they do, I would probably ask them if they could just get me an apartment. That's what I would say as well. I mean, okay. I'm always going to compare to the other kids, just naturally. Yep. So Cody wanted Gabe and Garrison out. Why didn't he get them an RV? Mm, They had to buy their own RV. Yeah. How come? Okay. Okay. Here we go. 
did Cody and Robin ask Janelle if they could get an RV or were they being a single person making single people decisions? Who decided to put that RV there and who was asked who was consulted? But you're, you're right. In one side, you're, you're kicking children out. And in the other side, you're making arrangements for them to be there longer. Yes. It just, it's not fair. No. And I still want in my little world to believe that it's actually the nanny's trailer, but <laughs> it's not. most likely what everyone's kind of circled around on is that it's Dayton. Also, Dayton probably wants to get his own place. And his mom's like, no, 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 we'll make you a private area, but you're not leaving. And the scene was totally useless. It did nothing to our very serious storylines that we had this episode. I, mean, I didn't want to see it. For me, it just makes you think of like all these nice scenes you're showing us with you, Robin, and that part of the family is also time to reflect that that's not going on with the other family members. No, did he know what truly was that year for Halloween even? Like, is he gonna go hang out with Janelle and Savannah a little bit? Yeah, at least go say hi, bring Savannah a little treat. Of course not. I know this is Halloween and all the other kids are older, but I'm just trying to make the connection of like, that's just not Halloween. This is a reflection of other holidays as well. Oh, yeah. On the next time on, we see the fight we have been waiting for. We have Mary, Robin, Janelle, and Cody sitting at Robin's house. And Mary's silent. Don't worry, guys. Just sitting there. It's like she's not even there. Okay, here we go. Let's take a bet right now. Damn, it has to be a bet where one one side or the other. How many words do you think Mary will say in the sit down? Oh, I vote for two. If I go over two, I have to buy dinner. Or if she goes over two. Damn it. No, I need to give you a better. No, it's uh, uh, over six. We'll come up with Let's do 10. Oh, it's definitely going to be under 10. 10's like a good sentence. So like, it's not a good sentence. (laughs) I want to pick the over and you're going to pick the under. Yeah, under for sure. Okay. Loser buys dinner. Okay. Because she's not going to. No, she'll talk her shit like she always does in her interview and not say a damn thing in person. Only the words from the sit down are going to be counted. Okay. I'm over 10. Definitely not. So we have them all sitting at Robin's house because no one can leave Robin's house. Cody starts losing his shit as he always does, smashes the chair he's sitting on, throwing a tantrum like a child. With the and gloves? Janelle, with the gloves on? why the fuck is he wearing gloves? What the fuck are you doing? What? He, he no. put those gloves on to move some lawn chairs. Yeah, in and place. Then he just forgot <laughs> he was wearing them, throwing his fit. Absolutely acting completely inappropriately. Janelle's like, this is, nope, this is it. You know what's wild? Janelle, even in the preview, gave us so much information. This is the breadcrumbs I was talking about. Janelle says something in the line of, you know, I don't feel like my kids are treated fairly or wanted. I can't remember the exact quote. And then Robin says, oh, why why do you feel that way? And I was like, really, bitch? (laughs) Your kid's got a fucking trailer over there that you got them you know what happened to my kids they're getting fucking kicked out of the house that's fucking why but also it's so funny for her to say just in general i mean think of all the examples we could give cody doesn't forget your daughter's fucking birthdays you know what she did to my son he basically told him to go fuck off on his birthday but you're the one that's claiming you're the victim all the time okay so do we think that is the season finale i don't think we've ever seen a preview after scenes like that are i feel like that was it right i think think this this is going to be i think we've seen everything that they've previewed correct i think this is gonna be it there better be a tell-all 
If there's not, I will be so disappointed. There better be a two-part to all. Yeah, I would take a three. I don't know. It just becomes crappy Mm, at that point. Give me two, actually, of real content. And please, they all have to be there. In the same room. I don't know what you got to pay them. It must not be that much. (laughs) I think it has to be a lot. What if the stipulation is we will pay off Coyote Pass 100% right now? You do a two-part tell-all in the same room. I think they would say no because Cody doesn't want to build anyway. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's like, um, actually, we're not going to accept that Yeah. Um, because uh, reasons. All right. That's all. Thank you for listening. I hope you have a good week. Take care, and we'll talk to you later. Thank you all so much. Bye.